Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome back to the Remedy Podcast. This We're is back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So it's your girl, Nikki C. And you can find me on the Twitters and IGs at the Urban T. And hey, y'all, this is Antoinette of TheFancyFriend.com and A Child's Design. Yes. Um, you can find me on social media at the Fancy Friend or at A Child's Designs for your graphic design needs. Hit me up. Hit your girl. Hit us all up. And as you can probably see, we are missing the lovely Taylor J this Tay-tay! week. She had to go make them coins. That's real. You got to make that money. Don't yes. let it make you. Ow. Ow. Word to Players Club. <laughs> which we shouldn't have been watching as children. But you can find Taylor... (laughs) (laughs) You can find Taylor J at Zella's Voice. And that's thezellasvoice.com. Yes, there you go. And you can follow her um, her podcast, Zealous Conversations, that dropped. She dropped a couple new episodes. Yes, So yes. you should definitely check that out. Even though we have been inconsistent, she has been consistent. <laughs> Let's talk about the word. Listen, life is hard, man. Life is hard. It's hard out here for a pimp when you try to make that money for the rent. When it gas... <laughs> Oh, we're back. And we're back. <laughs> but you can follow us, The Remedy, on uh, at The Remedy po- yeah, the Remedy Podcast. Yes. yes. On uh, Twitter and IG. You can also hit us up at uh, info at TheRemedyPodcast.com. If you want to collaborate with us, if you want to be a guest on the show, if you want to send us some coins to sponsor your girls, we're looking for a sponsor. No, Tierra uh, Marie. And, um, yeah. Oh, any questions in prayer? Yeah. Uh, requests all those good take all of that all of that um so we're gonna go ahead and get into our boss of the week our boss of the week is the lovely and powerful gail king who represented every black woman in america robert robert have a seat my guy have a seat you know what i love though and this we need to stop making everything a joke but it's funny (laughs) when they were making the club mix okay i think that's where i drew the line i was like okay i was like yeah i think i think listen i'm all for jokes but i was like "Mm, i'm fighting for my life i don't think i'm i don't know about this one guys i was like oh is that what we're doing and i was like i don't know i I was like i think that's that's the line for me even though i was a terrible person and i laughed It's like, oh, look at you, new girls on the, on the Twitter. Also, it was a very dark. It's been a dark time for me, it, guys. Dark, yeah, dark, yeah. So, yeah. But shout out to Gail King for keeping it all together, keeping it all together a as we black women, women do. Of course, when the white devil tries to try you, or even the black men, straight man tries to try <laughs> you, you know you have to uh, keep your cool. Keep your cool. You don't want Lucifer to hand you a glass of lemonade to go down to hell with him. You know what I mean? I just... Ooh, I got a lot of feelings. Okay. But shout out to Gail King. Yes, shout out, shout out. Um, I haven't thought of an icebreaker. Um, How you been, Nikki C? As you can tell, I've been sipping with the devil with a full glass of lemonade. Okay, so we we need to go back to God's lemonade, okay? (laughs) All right. Look, look, me and Lucifer have been sipping together. It's like, we haven't been there yet, but I think people are pushing me to that point where I need to chill out and just relax. But it's been hard. Um, As you guys know, I got started my new position. It's tough. I didn't have, like help slash assistant deputy nothing for like three months because i was holding out to hire someone diverse 
finally accomplished that. Yay. Yay, that's good. Yeah, that's everybody good. I interviewed was diverse, so that's Well, that's wonderful. Good. And by diverse, I mean people of color. Yes. Um, uh-huh. Either black, brown, or uh, Asian Pacific Islander. So I was like, I can't. Well, we applaud your efforts, Nikki C., okay? Because I was Looking in the out dirt. for the people. I was in the dirt. I was rolling around like a piglet. <laughs> it was a lot. And then finally got my new car. That took forever out of me. And I really should have just went to the place I was going to go to initially. And <laughs> I didn't. And that was my fault. But I did get it. So I got my new car. Um, And life has been really hard. Like, I lost a friend. I cried about it. Like, really bad. Because I was already stressed out at work. And then I started crying. Because my friend the friend that I lost, I thought we were closer than what we were. Mm-hmm. And I just went downstairs to the prayer and reflection room, which is really my crying corner. And my prayer and reflection were these tears. Aww. And I cried really, really hard because it was just like the weight of work. I felt like I was doing everything wrong. And everybody's like, no, 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 you're doing amazing. You're doing amazing. I'm like, am I? They're like, well, the money show. <laughs> <laughs> like you're raising a bunch of money. I'm like, the yeah. facts say so, Nikki C. Yeah, the facts do say, you know, but I was, it was really hard. And I was just like, oh, and then my dad came into town and I love my dad so much, but like, he tried to like, I told you guys, he tried yeah. to connect me again with my mom. And that was just like too much on top of the stress of work, the stress of finding a car, the stress of like losing that friend and then going back to like my mom so i just like broke down i think it was too much that i could mentally and physically handle but i remembered that you i have you guys and i have my friends and the family loves me and but other than that i have been okay how about you I've been about the same Nikki C. Okay. Okay, okay Tony. I'm, I'm sitting there like, wow, me and Nikki C been, been through, like. It's been rough. It's That's been, why we haven't been seeing been, y'all. Right, right. Yeah, it's just real. like week after week. It's like, no, I can't. No, I can't. No, like, I, like, no, like, girl, I just, I can't. Yeah. I can't. But yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm ready for daylight savings time. I'm ready for the sun to come out and like, mm-hmm. to boost my energy. I'm ready to like, just move on with my life yes and i see my therapist in like a month and a half and i'm seeing her on monday and i'm just like so elated to just be like sis let's talk about what's going on in my brain here let's talk about it <laughs> let's figure let's, let's figure let's figure something down here because because it's not because it's not again there's just too many societal pressures i uh, think yes like with you feel like you're supposed to be somewhere in your life or whatever it's just so funny like where I thought I would be in my life and where I am now and just like the twists and turns of how I thought I had everything planned out. And I kind of laughed at people when they didn't. Like, I used to think that 27 was old. Girl, it still feels old to me. <laughs> I mean, like... I still feel so old. <laughs> like, I feel old, I but do. not really. I because, do. like, I realize that everybody has their own journey and it's not as bad as I think it is. And, like, if I peak now at 27... That's real. Then what else do I have to look For forward like to? Especially since, like, women live longer than men. So, like, a lot of women in my family live to, like, a smooth 90. 
95. So I'm like, okay. okay you don't want to be in a decline for 70 years. Right. <laughs> like, I don't want to, like, go to this point in my, like, peak right now in my life. But still just want to, like, I think confirmation and affirmations help a lot. But, yeah. Well, this eases nicely right on in to our topic this week because oh. it, is, it is International Women's Day. It's going to be after this when y'all hear the podcast, but just go with it, okay? Actually, every day is International Women's Day. Hey, we're, right. de- we're declaring it now on the Remedy Podcast. Yes, and every day is Black <laughs> History Month. There we go. Because we need a do-over from last Honestly. From the cotton picking and the We've black- been gone all month. We've been gone all Black History Month, Nikki. That's how rough it is in these streets, my guy. It is. It was <laughs> rough. <laughs> rough it is because i was sitting here like so we just gonna have to throw virginia away well we've been saying that but now other people <laughs> now people understand now people are with us the only thing you gave us good was like missy elliott okay pharrell yes isn't timberland from virginia possibly and like and even that y'all can migrate north the, the pieces that yeah we, that we and i'm just like i mean you also have other two these other two singers but like we're not going to talk about them because they're problematic yikes so that's where we're at <laughs> even though they both have the hits you know that's that's how it is you have the hits, but your life is a mess like, oh. problematic as f okay anyway so yeah so we are going to be talking so Today, I actually listened to Becoming mm-hmm. and with Michelle Obama reading through it. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, girl. Oh, like, you, you just like, you hear her, all her emotion in it. And it's like, I, the whole thing, I think it's like 20 hours of her speaking. So I was like, sis, I, I know you, you put some time into this because she, like, everything was just perfect. Like, the way she says it and the emotion and the intonation. I was like, I know this took you forever to mm-hmm. do it. I know it was a labor of love. And that's why I give you my coins for this book. Mm-hmm. Just, just happily. Just, just happily. Just like, take them. Just here you please, go. Please. Is this my third copy? Who cares? Like, okay. Here. You, go. you deserve. You deserve. Um, and it's just, it's, it's very interesting hearing, you know, of course, like her backstory, you know, getting yeah. her to there. And, like, her talking about womanhood and, like, you know, us us growing into it and us seeing, well, at least for me, like, womanhood differently. I had a mm-hmm. very, a very narrow view of what I thought womanhood to be mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, like, a, what, what a woman was and what a lady was and, and you know, how women, like, conduct themselves mm-hmm. and, like, what it meant, like, and... What did you think it meant? It was, it was very... Well, you know, growing up the way I did, it was very, like, prim and proper. Right. And, like, you you had it all together, like, your your career, your household, your appearances, your money, like, things like that. You didn't, you know, do certain things. So it's definitely a certain way that you conducted yourself. And um, and I was just very, just very held into it. And then I got into womanhood, and I'm just like, not that I'm not any of those things, mm-hmm. but one, some of those things don't interest me at all. And, you know, sometimes it's like, you might want it to happen, but it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, you don't have it today mm. or for the month or for the week or for the year, like, whatever it is. Um, and then seeing so many, you know, different, you know, types of women, like, growing up, like, all I saw was, like, not that this, not that this is a bad thing, but, like, professional women. Yeah. Like, women who... Um, like Michelle Obama was talking about, like constantly concerned with like upward mobility and like checking these boxes off and like mm-hmm. what society gives us mm-hmm. as you know what a woman should be. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, definitely my life didn't turn out the way I thought it was. You know, same for, for, sis. It's like you know, for better for worse. It's just it's just not, you know. And, and, and I guess that's what I really appreciated so much about the book is that she talked about, you know, she did check those box, boxes off, but, you know, eventually she kind of just, like, fell off of this path. And, like, that's something I could relate to. I fell off of it, like, you know, the second I graduated out from college. Mm-hmm. and was like, oh, well, <laughs> this isn't it. Um, but then, like, and I'll say this is, to me, at least the power of social mm-hmm. media, I think, was the first time, like, that I saw that there were all kinds of different women, like being able yeah. to interact with people who, um, you know, weren't kind of just in this very small life that I have. Women who, um, you know, grew up in different parts of the of, of the country or of the world, had different customs, who had mm-hmm. just who just saw things, you know, differently than my work up my supposed work up the ladder, mm-hmm. get married, have these kids, live this, you know, good Christian, you know pin up life that mm-hmm. you know I thought that I was I was going to have and you know the get married and have the 2.5 kids and you know <laughs> have this house in the suburbs and like and this all these things um but then I also I I started to think to myself why is that kind of like what we push what we push on each other mm-hmm. especially like the older generation who, you know, for better or worse, it was like, I love my husband, but, mm-hmm. but I love my kids, but, but when you know that this isn't a life that's fulfilling, how, why do we constantly push this on each other? Like, I understand, you know, when it's something like the stability that comes with, you know, mm-hmm. once again, like Michelle Obama was talking about, you know, driving her car and, you know, having like the nice things and like, I understand like the stability of that, but when you know that your happiness, you know, isn't tied up in these things, why is it that like, we push people so hard into marriage, you know, so young, knowing that so much of it is not going to work out. Why do we push kids on people before they're ready when it can potentially mess up the child's life and your life? Why do we push this, you know, rat race on people, you know, to work really hard until you're retired, and that's the time that you get to be happy when we know that's that's not it? And that's kind of what I've been thinking about, Mm -hmm. you know, all day, you know, and I've had those conversations with older women who are like, you know, I'm so glad that this generation, mm-hmm. um, you know, of, of millennials, you guys get, you know, get to travel and get different experiences. Yeah. But at the same time, you had the same ones for like, oh, but, you know, don't forget to get married and have kids because that's still eventually what, what you need to come back in your life. Um, so it's and it's kind of just, you know, that really back and forth. So I, I really appreciate the book um, from Michelle Obama's honesty about those right. things because... You know, oftentimes we don't get that. And if we do, there's some very hushed conversations. Yeah. You don't openly say, like, I had dreams that I never yeah, accomplished. accomplished. Or you you don't understand sometimes where that bitterness comes from when yeah. you're out here just trying to live your life. I, th- I think sometimes where it comes from, I think most of the times it comes from that older generations of women never got to have choices. So, like, for example, like, women just allowed now to keep their maiden name like in like 1970 something right that has so many conversations around that so like that's another like but those are conversations right so if you if you as a woman your entire life through the start of this country or even like abroad your whole identity is tied into another whereas a man is allowed to be free to be who they are as a person 
then how are you allowed to really explore yourself? I think that's why they try to force women to get married so young. Because when you're 18, 19, you don't really know really who you are. Mm -hmm. So you tying your, your life into another person doesn't really matter too much because you never got to develop yourself. You never get to develop yourself. As you're growing in your marriage, though, now you're at the point where you probably got one, two, three kids. So where, like, where are you going to go? So then you have that question women have is like, well, what man or woman will want me with three to three to two kids? So it's like, okay, so I'm clearly not leaving. So now you're stuck and you're miserable. The conversation I'm having with a lot of older women about all this stuff is that they wish they would have got married later. Mm-hmm. And they wish they would have been able to, they wish they did what they wanted to do. And I actually was having this conversation in thinking process the other day um, because I've realized at the point of my life that I actually am career focused. And I, even though I cry repeatedly, I do like what I do. Um, and I like going to work. I like that. But it scares the crap out of me because I feel as though, does that mean, will I be able to still be a good mom? Mm-hmm. Will I be able to get married? Like, does a person want to deal with, like, a woman's never, like, truly allowed to be career focused, have kids, and do all these things. That's not usually the norm. It's becoming more of the norm because black women are, like, shitting on a competition. But it does, it really does make me nervous a lot of the times because some men are all comfortable with accepting that but a lot of men are not also a lot of men are not comfortable with a woman keeping her last name truly because there's these constructs around you changing your name and if you don't then that means you're thinking you want to get divorced when really that's not the case it's more so like i've been me for this Mm -hmm. long in my life like and now marriage has to change me, but it doesn't have to change, change you. you. So does that mean you're going to change your name? Like, no, you're not. So now we're like, okay, so why is it so pressured on women to to give up so much of their life? And that's why I'm like so happy that now in America, like we offer paternity leave now. Because, like, the onus should not be just on the woman to mm, sit home right. and take care of this kid. Like, bro, you you added 23 chromosomes to this, too, my guy. Like, you <laughs> also need to take care of this half seat of yours. Like, I did most of the work. I pushed this little okay. nugget out, carried it for nine months, didn't drink no alcohol, no sushi, barely had no coffee. Like, I did all this work. And so now it's just like, okay. It's as progressive as we would like to say we are today as a society we really aren't right we really aren't and i think my dad's just like well you know i was i got married twice so maybe i'm not the person to tell you what to do he's like maybe you are right by waiting i'm like he was like because i don't know if i'm the perfect example and i'm like well yeah 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 i think a lot of people in our generation also are getting married later because we are the children of divorce mm-hmm. like i feel like divorce just became okay slash acceptable like when our parents yeah, had us so now it's acceptable to get divorced so now a lot of us are the 
children and byproducts of divorce. And we're like, let me see what happened. Yeah, like, do I want to get one? Do I? I don't got no money to have this wedding. Start there. Two, like, all the process it takes to get divorced. Like, life's too short to be miserable. So why, why would I sit here in a life where I'm regretting things that I could have done? But you. See, men do the does this like do this thing where they like just go out there and leap and take chances and not really care and assume that the woman will be okay because society has made us feel like mm-hmm. if we a man takes be. an opportunity, we have to support him. But when we want to take an opportunity, the first thing they ask you is, "Well, what about your kids? What about your Ooh, husband?" Have you watched this week? This is us. Yes. That made me so mad. First of all, Randall could kiss my whole. I was like, "Yo, Randall, like you messed up big time." Like, like I think they got divorced. I, yeah, I think that's what started it because it's like, and and that was selfish. And that whole episode is just like that, like hit me like in my chest because I've had these exact same conversations about, um, you know, wanting to pursue passion, wanting to like you know be kind of like this artist, um, that you never really what was told to me wasn't quote-unquote practical. Right. And you and you get that all the time. So now it's just like, she's finally in that position, and she has supported you through everything, everything. my guy. You, everything. You being unemployed. Yes. You, yep. That whole run that she didn't want you to do, period. She, yeah. She told you to stop. You said you would stop if she said that she was uncomfortable. And you, you still did didn't not. stop. So now instead of, finding some other way around it, you're you're just another person in that long line of asking this woman yeah, to put I herself was, aside. Right. But I agreed with Randall with, like, not quitting, but I don't agree with him now. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get, like, political campaigns are hard. So I get why he's like, well, I'm just going to see this out to the end. Because what he doesn't want to do is look back and say, I did do it. Because there's been plenty of times that I was out on races, and I was like, man, I'm about to go home. But I was like, in me, it was like, if I don't see this out, I'm going to be mad at myself. Like, I put in all these long hours, all this hard work. And I get it. She wasn't uncomfortable. She wasn't comfortable. But she wasn't comfortable because she was doing something for him and not for her. And that's why she was like, I can't do this anymore. But now she finally found something that is for her. And then he wants to tell her to give it up. My thing is, is that, yo, uh, what's your... Rebecca ain't doing nothing. That's what I thought. I thought it was like, Miguel why not? isn't either. Aren't they around the corner? Why not do that? Like, I, she would do it. She's not doing nothing. Right. I was like, y'all got, Randall got money to always be fine out to California, but y'all got nanny money. I, yo, wait, because California flights are like 800 Especially like day of. Like a day of flight across the country. You got and, time and money for that. You can get a nanny. Or Those ask your rich fine. brother. Right. Right. Those kids are fine. Like, you're not, you're not, I'm sure you're not going to like give them up to total and complete strangers, but those young girls seeing their mother go after something that she's passionate about, I think is something, you know, Me that's too. worth it. I Especially, you know, the, you know, the complicated example, I think this kind of goes back to what we're talking about. Something like that bitterness and kind of like disappointment that like definitely like older generations had to mm-hmm. see. Like, of course they had dreams that they just literally did not have the opportunity yep. to go after. And we... Our generation has it similarly, but yeah. just kind of not the same. Like, we have the opportunity, but it's like, we have student loan debt. We can't afford to live in the places necessarily yeah. that sometimes the jobs are. There's still racism. Like, there's sexism rampant. Yeah. It's just not as blatant as it is. And yeah. so, therefore, it's a little more difficult to fight it when it's 
I think but you're that, not a culture fit. Right, us. right. And I think the other thing boils down to, too, is you're like, okay, if I go after this, does that mean that I'm giving up marriage and, mm-hmm. and family? If you don't have someone who's supportive, it's like sometimes people do either or. Because mm-hmm. it's like time. Yeah. So you're sacrificing time, which you can never give get back. So I think that's a lot of it, too, with, like, our generation, like, trying to decide, like, if I do this, does that mean I'm not setting myself up for this? Especially as, like, black women, because it's not really that many choices for us, for our partners. Like, True. like as the other, uh, other women True. out there. Um, we are the least desirable, so it's just like, okay, we're the most educated and least desirable, so it's just like, okay, who am I going to find to fit me intellectually, financially, because no one wants to be broke, and then, like, intellectually, like, like all the other things, my interests, and, like, and not be a dick. Like, and that's the bigger part. And that's a big thing that we really, that's, that's, that's the, that's the main part. Y'all be having all these because things Because you're going like, well, you, I care you're a dick, my guy. Like, have you thought about that? Like, like, literally, like, you think about it, you're like, okay, well, I would like a black man, but, like, <laughs> y'all think, like, y'all roses don't stink. And so, <laughs> here we are, and you're just like, okay, well, what am I gonna do? So, it's, like, and y'all mad about Kamala because she got a white man, but, like, since nobody was knocking down her door to date her. Like, like black women, I read this story the other, like maybe like a, a year and a half ago, maybe last year or sometime, about how black women are most likely to marry somebody who is under mm-hmm. their, uh, ed- like education and financial status. Therefore, they, the, they can never leap out of poverty. Like, other demographics of women because like well slavery and, and like <laughs> no like, it also affects slavery it does because black it men are either does. there's not enough black men because they're either dead in jail or like they're doing like low like there's not enough jobs near them there's spatial inequity so like you just have so many other different factors and like I get it but like also like can you just not be a dick let's just start there and like be a sexist, like race, like 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 although racism is real, black men, I'm gonna need you to realize you still have male privilege. Right. People still, when you walk into a room, they take you very seriously. Yes. When you know how many times people talk over me, and I'm like, I know I'm talking. I, I, I know I'm talking. I see me here. I hear my voice, so I know the rest of you do. I said what? Like the disrespect. <laughs> So it's like those types of things. It's just like there's so much male privilege that you guys do not understand. Right. That's exactly why black men voted for Trump because they protected their male privilege, and that's the same reason why you cannot see a woman, you cannot quote unquote see a woman president because of male privilege. I've had men come up to me and they said they do not want a woman to tell them what to do. That's so dumb. I'm like blur blur. So it's like all those other things you're trying to push in to you also finding your womanhood and trying to decide like, okay, I'm getting more and more firm in who I am. Mm-hmm. Now what? Now I realize now that the pickings are slim for me to find a partner that understands that. So what what do you do then? That's 
That's real, yeah. Because that's a lot of my friends who are not married and they're realizing that. And it's just like, okay, so what now? I realize now who I am and what I want. Now what? None of you are adding up. And shoot, ever since Trump got into office, all the Obama, like, cute honeys are gone. So now I can't hook my friends up with nobody. I'm like, I'm telling you, this administration is terrible for the dating scene. You got all these mega guys running around underquat stupid as hell. Underquat. Oh, Lord. The, the, woo, the white male privilege is leaping out. They just walk in doing whatever they want. I just cannot. Like, meanwhile, we had to be excellent from birth, learn how to from do birth. all these things, and God would just... From there. So this is like... And I know it's just, like, not about women, but we are a women-focused podcast. But, like, finding yourself, period, in this world is yeah. hard. Um, but I think there is a lot of straight men... Who have a lot going for them, i.e. the degrees, i.e. the salary, i.e. the the apartment or the house or the car or the outfits and whatever. And they realize, like, they realize they are, like, cream of the crop at this point. But, like, you don't have to be rude and you don't have to be a dick. And don't lead these girls on knowing that you don't want a relationship. If you just want to be out here to be out here, just tell people you're trying to be out here. Like... That's okay. I, like, feel like more so a lot of women around our age are, like, okay with that. Like, if that's what you're on, like, let me know so I can act accordingly. So I can move the way you're moving. And so... Yeah, but... uh, No, I agree with that. And I feel like, you know, I can't speak over the process of what a man finding himself out is. But I feel like... That's what... um, but I think something that we don't focus on enough is like personal, like emotional development. Like on our uh, checklist, that's not it for us. Like you talk about the house and the cars and things like that, but like, have you dealt with your traumas? Do you know what your character, you know, issues are? are? Are you like, are you working on that? What's your level of emotional intelligence? Not just when it comes to relationships, um, romantic Friends. relationships, but like your interpersonal relationships, like. What what's all this baggage that you came around? Do you I've been thinking you, about that do too? Do you even have the emotional <clears throat> capability to be in a relationship? That's and real. that's and that's a big thing that I feel like we never address. I think I think you're right because I think that they push and by they I mean society. They don't want <laughs> right. <laughs> um, hashtag they. The hashtag they. Um, they they being society really just forces the marriage part as mm-hmm. like a check list on the check box. But being in a relationship is very hard because if you're not dealing with your own crap mm-hmm. and not telling them that this crap is going on. So it takes a, it takes being vulnerable and being bare in that garden in Eden and being bare and being vulnerable with someone like completely utterly naked like and ready to share everything that's happened in your life and are you ready to fully deal with that because mm-hmm. it's a lot it is a lot we all have done dealt with so much in our lives and and it's important that you identify those major landmarks in your life where you're 
where your faith has either been shaken or something that has like affected you in a way that you're like, Ooh, this is a lot. Maybe you should take a step back and make sure you don't repeat those patterns, especially familial patterns. Yes. Those things that are so ingrained into you that you don't even know why that you're doing it. And you look back and you're like, Oh, I'm doing this because this person does it. I'm doing this because I will learn how to do this. Right. I'm but doing in this because I don't even know what else to do. But, it's so programmed into me. Right. But in the moment before it happens, are you proactively thinking about that and catching yourself and realizing mm. that is something that is very familial? Like that is something that has been like you have seen mm-hmm. is generational. Cause I've, I've caught myself and I'm like, Same. no, no, not today. Not today. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not about to go down no roads with you. I'm living my best life. I ain't going back and forth with you. I cut that a lot. Like catch myself. Like, nope, not doing it. Nope. Not repeating this. And like, but that's a sign of, of emotional maturity that a lot of people don't have. A lot of people don't even like consider it. Um, I know I I saw somewhere on Twitter. It was like, um, like, how about working on yourself instead of just saying, oh, that's just the way I am. Yeah. And, you know, you, you see a lot of people do it and you just don't want to shake them like, sis, there's something's going on with this. Like, you can, like, you don't have to do this. Like, yeah, you don't have you don't, to be. You don't have to be. You don't have to be like this. Like, you can, you know, like, figure it out and yeah. have have better relationships with people. But it's just like, everyone's not, everyone's not there. But I think that's, a, like, a huge component Um and becoming, like, you know, kind of the person that you're, like, supposed to be is being able to, you know, look back on, you know, those things. I, I know that as me, I'm a person, I'm, like, constant improvement, and that's mm-hmm. not always what people are on, but I just think it is so helpful for you to, like, see kind of, like, those blind areas that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether that's, you know, with help of a counselor, your faith, your friends, it's, like... Yeah constantly becoming like the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. and that's kind of you know kind of what i see my my womanhood as being like finding like the real me who i am and like constantly like going towards that yeah and like stop that's another thing too like finding the real you and like what you don't want because i think a lot of the times we as women are trained from birth like we are like I don't think I know. We're trained to be homemakers. Like, think about mm-hmm. our toys. Like, yep. baby dolls with their diapers being messy and the kitchen sets and the tea sets and, like, and like like learning, like, certain life skills and stuff like that. So I thought about that the other day, and I'm like, why was I cooking all the time? <laughs> I said, and I caught myself, I said, man, I didn't want to do that. That's what yeah. my parents taught me because they said that's what I had to do in order to be happy and get a man. Because at the end of the day, that was my that's ultimate goal. Get, get the man because that's what's going to make you. That's going to make wait, you happy. They say the way Finger to a man's clothes. heart is through his stomach. And so I was like, "But what's the way to my heart? Did we think about that? Right? What's the way to my, like? I realized I really don't like cooking. I'm good at it. I just don't like doing it. I personally would love to have a nice meal." I don't got to worry about them dishes being clean. Listen, that part. I don't got to defrost this meat. That part. I don't got to season this food (laughs) or go over a hot stove and be tired 
When like I've also worked a long day. Why would you in God's oh, green earth exactly. think that I want to stand over a goddamn on high stove? Right. Like that that's the part of like the gender roles that's like so confusing to me. It's like, okay, you know, when I had to stay at home, like, okay, maybe. But now I'm working the same as you, if not more, for less money. And yes. now I have to come home and make sure you're okay. Like, none, none of your responsibilities yeah. has, as, as a man has to change at all. Right. If anything, it's less. It's less. And now I have to do all of this. Like, where where are y'all generals keeping up with this? No, so that's why I'm like, somebody gonna have to learn how to make a meal. Because I ain't cooking all the goddamn time. And or I'm not really cooking until I have kids. <laughs> Because they gotta eat all the time. They do, and I don't want them to eat no fast food or eat out. So you go and get this meal. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. I really would like a chef. But I'm not. I need to be rich. <laughs> That's what it comes down every to. Every day, every day I wake up and I say, "Where is my rich husband?" <laughs> I should find a baseball player to saddle myself up with that guaranteed tra- contract. Look, Listen. Bryce Harper, if you're looking for a girl. Listen. I don't know why y'all keep going off these football players and these basketball players that I get know. injured right. all the time. When these baseball guys are out here making hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes. And, and they running. don't and they exactly and they don't get injured nearly as much. No, they do. Such not. As and they got guaranteed contracts. Okay, too. please. I'm just like, oh hey. So I'm here. <laughs> I'm here to be sponsored. Um, The funny thing is, if hockey players didn't get their teeth knocked out, (laughs) they're the next ones on my list. Their teeth get knocked out. Listen, I'm sure sure it's golf. Golf, okay. And it gets to go to very nice, warm places. Yes. I'm okay with being on Palm Beach. Okay. Watching you. Not really watching you. At the country club. Drinking the liquor. On your dime. Looking cute in my outfits. On your dime. I'm okay with that. Yeah. More and more I realize why women become trophy wives. It actually <laughs> no, that's <seems> real. <laughs> I remember I used to be like, how how could they ever? I'm like, girl, how could you not? Like, woo! All I gotta do is look good. That's it. <laughs> that's it? And you pay for me to look good? Shoot. I ain't signed not one prenup. <laughs> All I gotta do is sit at home and arrange flowers and go to your charity events and then join those boards. I'm fine with that. Right. I will live in an Upper East Side apartment and be the flip choir. Yes, Blair. Shoot, and not care. Madam Waldorf. You know what? And I will go ahead and start a fashion line because that's what all the rich women do. I'm just gonna do. They're that. just like I'm bored. I think I just, I I just, just fashion line. Like or my demons. own foundation or something random. Of course, yes. Um, we're gonna help the and then give to political blah, blah, candidates. Blah, 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 blah. And I will literally give to political candidates and control my husband's political giving. I will do that. I'm cool with that. I realize that you know Jeff Bezos oh, cheated Lord. on his wife, <laughs> but she cashed out. And you see what happens when you stay and watch him build because now she can just buy everybody exactly and still have money left over. I'm looking to be her assistant. I'm fine with that. Right. Because uh, I'm sure she pays them quite well. Oh, absolutely. Well, hopefully. Well, you do. Yeah. Or a still. soccer player. Okay, we're going to. <laughs> I was just we're going to live abroad. Maybe I should. <laughs> so I can never go to work again. I'm tired. I guess you're an Eve billionaire. Look. Rihanna, That's my womanhood right there. Right. Eve. Rihanna's with that, uh, the Toyota's, uh, what's it, or what's his name, the Sudanese prince? Yeah. 
Shoot. Because we're love. Not. I'll do it. You'll do it. I'll okay. do it. With your, with your I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. But yeah. We went on that tangent because I was just frustrated. I'm tired of waking up and going to work. Oh, um, we, oh my God. Like, I have to do this again. It's cold. It's raining. I'm going to be like, period. Slash, slash snow. It, don't even get me started on that. It's it's cruel. Period. It's cruel. It's cruel. But, yeah, let us know also what you guys think, how you're developing in your womanhood or your manhood or your whateverhood, your your adulthood. Yes. Um, what, how what are you dealing? to you? How... How did, is your womanhood blossoming? Is it going how you thought it yeah. was? What kind of wrenches do you see sure. in yes. there? How is it changing for you? Mm-hmm. All that. Any final words, Tony, for the final fix? Um, just, you know, be black, be beautiful. We all enjoy, enjoy your womanhood. As much as yeah. we, as much as we, you know, rant about the things that go, but I enjoy. I genuinely enjoy being a woman. Me like, too. I like I I I really really do. Just at least for me, I, like I said, I I really like the, the like the femininity aspect mm-hmm. of it. I just I love that part. Mm-hmm. Like I really, really do, and I see it as such a strength mm-hmm. that um kind of goes in and out of of style. Would you say you know sometimes we're like it's a good thing, it's a bad thing, whatever. I mm-hmm. I I really enjoy that that part of it yeah i think like no and i can control nations and birth nations there that's we go cool. there we go that's cool yeah, yeah yeah a woman gave us michelle uh barack obama there we go just saying all right just saying so yes ladies and, and enjoy enjoy your womanhood enjoy all the parts mm. all the good and confusing and ups and down parts of it they are no one like us we all have our individual beautiful stories and all mm-hmm. the struggles uh are for a reason yeah it is so thanks guys thanks for, for listening to us come back again <laughs> no, come back again thank you come thank back you. come back <laughs> So this is your girl Nikki C. You can find me on the Twitters and the IG at the Urban T. This is Antoinette. You can find me at the Fancy Friend. And we're missing T- uh, Taylor J. But you can find her on all the platforms at the Zealous Voice. A Zealous Voice. A Zealous Voice. And the Zealous Voice. All the Zealous Voices out there. They all belong right. to Taylor. And Zealous. Uh, check her out at a Zealous Conversation. Yeah. And you can always drop us a line Please. and make sure you rate us, review us. Do that. Five stars, no five less. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Please safe, please safe. Um, and do all those things. And everybody have a blessed week. And keep your head up. Keep Don't let the patriarchy up. or the or the yes, or the white supremacy get you down. Down with that too. Amen. Be black, be beautiful. Be actually, I don't know if you are black. Listen to this, but be whoever you are. Be be whoever you are. Be whoever you are and be beautiful. All right, y'all. Peace. Bye.